Glory to Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate not only Sunday, but there is a feast today, and the feast is the feast of all saints. It is natural, last week we celebrated Pentecost, descending of the Holy Spirit, and today the feast is celebration of the fruit of activity of Holy Spirit in human souls. And this activity leads people to holiness. In the past, this feast was celebrated really with, with some kind of intensity. Especially in Rome, this feast was very important and uh, because there were so many churches with relics of saints, so many people made pilgrimage to Rome and because they wanted to somehow venerate these relics and this feast of all saints. And those pilgrims were so many that church was forced to change the date of, of that feast because on this Sunday after Pentecost were coming so many pilgrims to Rome that Rome didn't have enough food to somehow feed pilgrims. It was beginning of summer season. There was no new harvest yet, so they moved it in Latin church to November the 1st. But this is just detail. What is more important is for us to not only to acknowledge this feast, but to take these challenges which are, from, which are coming from this feast. The first challenge is, or leads us, to really somehow realize the presence of these saints who are in heaven and who are our friends. Probably you notice that in the end of the liturgy, or each liturgy in Eastern Rite, in the end, in this dismissal prayer, we are asking God for grace, for salvation, through prayers of Theotokos, St. John Chrysostom, uh, Patron of Us Parish, and through the prayers of all saints. In the end of each worship, we ask them to pray for us, to, to help us in growth. And we pray that. We are praying this all time, and it's so natural for us, but this feast gives us this challenge. Take it not as a habit. Do it with this intention really realize that when we say this, when we pray this, that whole heaven is coming and we are, or we are giving like order to all saints to pray for us and they do this. But we have to do it with intention and then if it will bring like more spiritual benefit for us. 
This is the first challenge to renew this attention to this message, to this reality. The second message is more tough or challenge. It is a reminder, this feast is a reminder that this is our goal. God, our Lord Jesus Christ, gave us order in gospel, its commandment from gospel. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. He means he orders us be holy, not a little bit. Be super holy. Be so holy as you can be. This is goal of life. This is like this for what we were created. And we have to take his words in a with seriousness, serious like attention because this is will of our God. He wishes us to be perfect and holy. And we have to rethink that because many times we are afflicted by some kind of common understanding or, or maybe from bad formation which led us only to make this kind of to effort just to go just to go over to avoid hell and to go to salvation to go to heaven many times we say well there's a piece of humility there but still we say many say that well I will be just satisfied and happy if God will allow me to sweep floors in the basement of his kingdom. It will be enough for me. In this way, we acknowledge that while we are fighting with sin, with inclinations towards evil, but, but still, this should not be our goal just to get there through this fans somehow and to be satisfied. This is not what God wants us to do. And if you have this kind of thinking, it is something that doesn't please God because it means, oh Lord, I don't want you to love so much that through this love I would become very holy. I just want you to love a little bit, just which allows me to be with you even in this basement of kingdom. So this is challenging because this feast gives us a correct perspective of life that we are, to, we are called to holiness and perfectness. And in not some small measure to the biggest measure we are able to receive you through God's grace. And we should strive for that. Because heaven is not just, you know, one state. Holy Fathers, they teach us something different. They say that, or they are using Christ's words, that there are many mansions in heaven, in, in the house or in kingdom. 
and Holy Father, they explained that, that well, souls in heaven, they experience different levels of blessedness. Even they are satisfied fully on each level, still there are souls which experience it more intensive or less intensive. And it depends on the level of purification of soul during this earthly life. More we are purify our soul and heart, more we are able to see and understand God. And in heaven, it, it is transformed to this level of blessedness, which depends on and this ability of and this level of purity of our heart. Saint Isaiah Syrian he explains this situation in heaven in this way. He compares God to sun. The sun, light of sun, is always the same. But we can experience this light of sun in different ways. For example, now we are in this building, this church. As through windows comes light of sun. So we experience this light. We can read in this light. We can recognize things around us in this light. And we are satisfied with this light. But we can go outside and to be somewhere in shadow we still will be able to experience this light of sun. We'll be seeing things with bigger clarity. But still it will be not that experience which have those who are exposed directly to sun, to its warmth, and light when everything is they can see in clarity and experience this power. The same thing is in heaven. God is this light which is perfect and without change. But we will experience this light in different levels. And these levels depends on where we are in this state of purification of soul and mind. And this is why we should have this desire to work hard on our souls, to make effort now while we are living this short life, to gain this knowledge of God, to gain this purity of heart. Maybe can see God as clearly as possible because and this will bring us to be higher level of blessedness in heaven. The saints they understood that because when they went through this purification of soul and body and they received Holy Spirit and received God's grace they had this foretaste of this blessedness. And they enjoyed it so much, they were taken 
with this experience so much that they multiplied their efforts to really love God even more and then they had different experience which was more intensive than previous one. They, they experienced this, this growing grace, this experience of this intensity of, of, of this foretaste of blessed life. They understood these words of Christ in a concrete way. And this is why they urge us to not to be ignorant. They urge us that, well, trust us. They know that if we are on this journey of purification, we have to depend on our faith because this experience is still missing in us. But they say, don't be scared. Don't give up. Follow what Christ is telling us and you will get this experience. We are invited to be holy. And if we don't keep this desire for holiness burning in our hearts, if we don't do this, it means that we don't really love God. Because it means that we don't want to enter deeper and deeper to life with Him to be, to, and to be united with Him. Yes. This is a big challenge. But we are not alone in this battle, in this effort. At first, we have to realize one thing, and I would say several like this, spiritual laws. When we make decisions, serious decisions, yes, I want to reach holiness. Through this decision, I am activating God's grace, which is helping us. I am not alone. And with each step I make, with each sacrifice I, I, I make or endure during, in the way of you know, this purification of my life, additional grace is coming. When I make this decision and I try to make steps, even the little ones, I have to be aware that I am becoming one of this crowd of saints who went through this process too and they understand difficulties I have with this spiritual effort. And there are coming with their help, with their help, to us and we have this experience a few days ago maybe a week ago I talked to one person and this person told me about experience he said 
I, I felt like stuck in my spiritual life. Everything was so dark. I didn't know what to do. It was painful. I was asking God, help me, help me. And he said, you know, and then I opened Facebook. Strange thing. But he had, that person has very good friends on Facebook. I said, one of our friends shared a picture with words of one saint. One sentence from this saint. And when I read this, I knew this is exactly for me. And in these words, in this advice, was solution for my problems. I said, it was like that. This darkness disappeared from my heart and new fire came, new courage came. He said, this is amazing. It's not amazing. This is normal thing. Because if we want to grow in holiness, if we want to become holy, whole heaven is coming to us, to help us, to guide us, to encourage us, to make us strong. But we want, we need just to start. So be assured about this help from above. And be assured that once you make decision really, do everything for salvation of soul and for receiving holiness. Be sure that you will start. You will start to experience this wonderful help from above. Amen. Let us all say, "With our soul, with our mind, let us say." Almighty God of our fathers, we pray you here and have mercy. Have mercy on us, O God, according to your great mercy, we pray you here and have mercy. And we pray for Holy Father Francis Poporam and for Most Reverend Metropolitan William for God loving Bishop Milan, for those who serve and have served this Holy Church, for our spiritual fathers and for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Again, we pray for our government and for all in the service of our country. Again, we pray for the people representing the Ukraine, abundant mercy for those who show us mercy and follow Christians of their true faith. 
for you are merciful, loving God, and we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and ever and forever. Amen.